The U.S. could default on its debt as early as June 1st. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, May 2nd. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. The Treasury Department said yesterday the U.S. government could run out of money to pay its bills next month. This crisis has been looming for a while. Congress controls the debt limit, which is the amount of money the U.S. government is allowed to borrow. This new estimated timeline means that Congress must act quickly to either raise or suspend the debt limit. If it doesn't and the U.S. defaults, it'll trigger an economic catastrophe. But the issue has become a political football. House Republicans adopted a bill last week that raises the debt ceiling but also cuts spending, which Democrats won't accept. President Biden invited congressional leaders to discuss the issue next week at the White House. Number two, the man accused of killing his neighbors in Texas is still on the loose. The 38-year-old fatally shot five people, including a nine-year-old boy on Friday, after the family asked him to stop shooting near their yard. The search has been hampered by missteps. Authorities initially released a photo of the wrong man and spelled the suspect's last name incorrectly. It's now going into its fourth day. The suspect's immigration status has also become a part of the conversation. According to immigration officials, he has a criminal record and has been deported multiple times. Number three. This is bananas! Oh my God. We can't see anything. <gasps> oh my God! Oh my God! What you're hearing right now is two people driving through a dust storm in Illinois. The storm caused a deadly pileup on Interstate 55 yesterday. At least six people were killed and more than 30 people were taken to the hospital, some with life-threatening injuries. As many as 90 vehicles were involved. The Weather Service blamed a combination of freshly plowed fields and strong winds. Number four. Most U.S. coronavirus vaccine mandates will end in less than two weeks. The government will lift requirements on May 11th for international travelers, healthcare workers, Head Start educators, and federal employees and contractors. More experts are saying that the mandates are no longer needed. The pandemic-related public health emergency, which gave the U.S. flexibility during the COVID crisis, also ends on May 11th. Number five, no more Hollywood endings for a little while? Thousands of Hollywood writers are going on strike today. Negotiations over pay between the writers' union and production companies have stalled. This is the first industry-wide strike in 15 years. Now, I know what you're thinking. What does this mean for my shows? That depends on how long the strike lasts. Most shows have already written their final episodes for this season, but the strike could delay exactly when those shows return, as well as when movie projects hit the big screen. Number six, Gordon Lightfoot, the Canadian singer who helped shape folk music, died yesterday. He was 84 years old. Lightfoot had canceled his tour dates last month because of health issues. 
He'll be remembered as a folk legend who documented Canadian culture and his music. His breakout hit was If You Could Read My Mind in 1970. The song you just heard was called Sundown, his first number one hit from 1974. And at number seven, the Met Gala was full of stunning looks and cats. The theme last night was Chanel designer Karl Lagerfeld. He died in 2019. Aside from his work, he was well known for the love he had for his cat. So of course, there were many tributes on the red carpet. Rapper Doja Cat transformed herself into a cat. Doja, when did you get the idea that you wanted to come as a cat? Uh, the second that they mentioned the theme for the gala and I was like, cats, immediately. And we didn't do many re-sketches, it was just, we just went for it. Actor Jared Leto also went all out, wearing a cat suit with a removable head, while others opted for just cat accessories. But the biggest costume theme was vintage Chanel. The annual fashion extravaganza raises money for the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute. It's organized by Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour, who, it should be said, did not wear anything cat-related on the red carpet. You're all caught up with the news for today. But you haven't seen all those iconic red carpet looks. You can see photos and a lot more in the 7 newsletter. It hits your inbox every weekday morning to help you catch up quickly. Just click the link in our show notes to subscribe. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow.